Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear Broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Welcome back to Faith Over Fear. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and we are continuing our study on healing to the unbeliever. This is something that we have been on for a few weeks now, and we're excited to continue it. We left off last week, or last episode, excuse me, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. What we did not get to was verse 17. So if you didn't hear the last episode, go back and listen to it, and then come back and listen to this. But if you did hear it, get ready, because we're headed somewhere. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 17. Are you ready for this? That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmities and bear our sickness now if you're just picking up on this series we started this in Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 4 surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted. Matthew 8 references the very place that we began. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah saying that he himself took our infirmities and that he bare our sickness. Why would he do that? So that you don't have to carry it. So that you don't have to be sick. So that you don't have to be diseased. So that you don't have to grieve. He did it so that you could be totally set free. Entirely and totally set free. That you no longer have to deal with sickness, disease, oppression, depression, possession. All of those things that work against you. He carried them. He carried them so that you don't have to carry them. All you've got to do is turn them over to him. That's it. You just turn them over to him. And let him take it away. How could he do it? 
because he was the perfect sacrifice. See, part of you being able to be healed comes from him being the finished sacrifice. See, when he offered himself as the spotless lamb, shortly after there, that did away with all sacrifice. And they've yet to reinstate it. See, because he was the sacrifice that was found perfect. See, that's why when he appears, Paul always wrote saying, looking to the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. See, that's why when he appears, he appears again the second time without sin unto salvation. When you get saved, that is an appearing. When you get healed, that's an appearing. When you get delivered, that's an appearing. When you get set free, that's an appearing. All of those things are appearings. But Hebrews 9.28 said, He will appear again the second time without sin unto salvation. So, if He appears again the second time without sin unto salvation, then we got to ask ourselves, where does the healing come into this? See, so... It boils down to what he said. Is it easier to say, take up your bed and walk or go your way? Your sins are forgiven. Because they work simultaneously, hand in hand. They work together. Salvation and healing works hand in hand. Uh, Matthew chapter 12 verse 15 said that when Jesus withdrew himself, the great multitude followed him. It followed him. And it goes on to say that he healed them all. The great multitude. He, he tried to get away and withdraw himself. They followed him and he healed them all. If you jump down to verse 22, it said, Then was brought unto him possessed with one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb. So this person was possessed, blind, and could not speak. And it said, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And as we go on, we're talking about healing and how to administer healing and how, based on how Jesus did it. Okay, Matthew 14, 14 said, and when Jesus went forth, he saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. Okay? He was moved with compassion. I have taught for many years now that if you want to work a miracle, compassion works miracles. But you have to have compassion. If you don't have compassion... I'm not guarantee, guaranteeing any, anything. Okay. Uh, Matthew 15, 30. I want to show you another major point here. And the great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Now, what was the order here? 
the great multitude came unto him. Every time he healed somebody, somebody came to him. Either they themselves or on behalf of another, somebody always came to him. Now, I was asked the other day, can you just go around anywhere healing anybody? And I said, the spirit's subject to the prophet. Yeah, I can do it. And I've done it. Can you, can you want somebody healed so bad they get healed? Yes. Yeah, you can, you can cause it to happen. Yes. You absolutely can. But is that the proper order? No, that's out of order. See, in every case, they came to Jesus. In every case. Now, there was one time that Jesus said, I have needs to go through Samaria. And that's when he met the woman at the well. Now, he didn't really work a miracle or perform a healing, but he told her all the things about herself. And she went into the city telling them, come see a man who told me everything about me. See, she went preaching. That was a form of preaching. Come see a man who told me everything about me. And then the crowds would gather and he would minister to them and then he would heal them. In every case, they came to him. Now, if you're going to practice this, I encourage you to do the order that's laid out. And the order that's laid out is to preach the gospel and then heal the sick. It's not, it's not in reverse order. It's not in a sideways order. And I've found that if we don't make it up as we go along, it's far more effective. Preach the gospel. Don't tell stories. Preach the gospel. You weren't commissioned to tell stories. Stories does not build faith. Testimonies might build faith. But make sure you're telling a testimony. Not some big, long, drawn-out story. Quite honestly, nobody cares to hear about these big, long, drawn-out stories that take forever to get to the end of. If you give the testimony, straight to the point, testimony, they're far more effective. If you preach the gospel, it's far more effective. If you spend 20 minutes of somebody's time him hawing around, then you've lost them. If you look like you're in a panic, how in the world are you going to encourage faith for them? If you look like you don't have it together, how are you going to encourage faith to them? See, and, and the problem is, people get outside of the scriptures and then that's when they lose it. That's when they don't have it together anymore. Just stay in the scriptures. If you think that you don't know what to say or what to do, get you a handful of scriptures about Jesus healing and start reading those to those people. And then read how he gave us power and authority to do the same thing. 
I'd say, well, I don't know where that's at. Start in Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Preach the gospel, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. Mark chapter 16. Read the whole chapter to yourself. You get down to the bottom, verse 15, 16, 17. You'll find these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. That doesn't mean seen them on a Honda. That's not what it's talking about. That is not the tongues it's talking about. It's talking about you go from saying, I don't know if I can pray for this person. To, I know that I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Whatsoever I say and believe, it'll come to pass. That's how you begin to speak with new tongues. See, you change your language. You change everything about the way you communicate things. I, I went from saying, I don't feel good to, how, do you, how are you, Pastor Vance? I'm great. Don't matter what I feel like. I'll call those things that be not as though they are until they manifest. I'm great. Change your language. These signs will follow them that believe. If you don't, if you don't believe, they're not going to follow you. If you believe, they'll follow you. It's a promise. We're out of time for the day. We'll pick this up in the next episode. I want to encourage you, if you've not become a partner with this ministry, please become a partner today. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Become a partner today. For your love gift of $21 a month, you can get access to exclusive content, audio, video, uh, PDFs, images, uh, free giveaways, discounts, all kind of stuff. You get access to a plethora of, of free things all by your love gift of $21 a month. You can go to the website, vmmchurch.com or pastorvancemansfield.com and you can sign up to become a partner today. Don't wait. Help us continue to take this gospel around the world. And until the next time, may God continually bless you abundantly. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to like and share this with your friends. Check out our YouTube channel where everything is archived for your viewing pleasure. Please subscribe and ring the bell to be notified when we go live and upload new content. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield, available on all of your favorite podcast stations and always available on our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com. We want to especially thank you for your generous donation. We are brought to you by your love and support. Please consider making a donation before you leave us today. Please go to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com, for all the ways you can support this mighty work of the kingdom.